0: You are about to hear a message preached at Church One on the Gold Coast. To find out more about Church One, visit us on the web at churchone.com.au. And be sure to subscribe to these podcasts so you don't miss out on any new messages as they are available. The Holy Spirit descended upon him in the physical form of a dove and rested on him. And that's when the Father said, this is my son who I'm well pleased and the Holy Spirit can be spoken against. Blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. We won't go into what is the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. That's another whole big topic. You can go to the college and find out all about that. But the whole issue is that for us to understand that, we have to be careful when we talk about God, talk to God, when we when we say God said and God didn't say and all that kind of stuff. So we've got to be very careful about things like that. And... And, and I think it's absolutely wonderful. Thank you for choosing those songs, um, Linfa. I love that whole whole uh, song about there's a river of life flowing out of me. And I, I guess I could, you can probably agree with me. Sometimes it's not a real river of life that flows out of me. Sometimes rage, anger. Sometimes. Uh, wrong thoughts, sometimes other things flow out of me as well and, but you see when you're tempered with the Holy Spirit, when you allow the Holy Spirit to flow through you, there really can be a river of life that brings life to wherever, wherever it goes and that is an exciting exciting thing so I'm not going to go right into the baptism with the Holy Spirit, that's another topic again, but um, um, I want to go straight now to the whole idea of Um, majoring on the fact that how do we hear the Holy Spirit speak to us? How do we hear God speak to us? Well, it comes not with an audible voice, mostly these days. In the Old Testament, God thundered and He spoke and so on. In the New Testament, since Jesus left and sent the Holy Spirit, He speaks to us. I don't know how he speaks to you. Sometimes it's in a vision, it's in a dream, it's a soft you know, voice. Uh, for me, I don't hear an audible voice, but I get a real conviction. I hear him. And so I want to talk about tuning ourselves into the spirit realm so we can hear God. One thing you need to know, there's a PowerPoint coming up. One thing you need to know that God is always speaking. God is always touching people's lives and and he wants to. Sometimes that's why you can stand in church, sing a song, and the person next to you is in tears and you're there looking at your watch to see what time this is going to finish. But the fact is that, you see, the same presence of God is so real here. It's how do we tune ourselves into that so that we can receive from God that life abundantly. Do you want to do that? See, Scripture says if you hunger and thirst in this nation, I don't really know. I don't think we really know what real hunger is or real thirst is. I've been to some places in India that I thought, good night, Lord. Please give them some water or give them some food. I mean, when you can see the rib cage, you can count the ribs on kids' kids' bodies, and you 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 think, "Oh Lord," you know, your heart goes out to people like that. But the fact is that when, in the natural, when we have seemingly more than I don't know what percentage of the world population we have more than enough, yet we can still feel we're not hungry enough. John verse ten. Verse 20, John chapter 10, verse 27 says, My sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. And so, just like in a radio, you tune into radio, and I guess four o'clock this afternoon, you're all going to tune into Channel 9, or some of you who are rugby fans will tune into Channel 9 and see the Raiders beat the Roosters, and you'll probably see. Robbie and and Wilson sitting at the stand somewhere, you probably hear them anyway, but the fact is, we tune into that, it'll be going on whether you tune in or not, and it's like God speaking, What, what I would like to impress upon your heart is, would you tune in, because if you tune into it, your life will never be the same again. It's an incredible joy to hear God speak to you. Well done, good and faithful servant. It's an incredible joy to hear God say, walk this way, walk that way. Don't go here, don't go there. So hearing God's voice is such an amazing thing. It's like a parent. Have you, you know, A parent, when their child cries... Most of the time, the mum and dad know, oh, that's my child, that's not yours, that's my child. Oh, well, no, I used to roll over and bump Judy so she can hear the child cry. But, but the fact is that, if I woke up first, but the fact is that when in a crowded room, you hear your child's cry. In the midst of a lot of other noise that goes on. Is that true? And it's the same as the Holy Spirit. In this room, you can hear the Holy Spirit speak to you. And, and if you just tune into that realm, all of a sudden it will give you an incredible sense of joy. But in Ephesians chapter 4, and uh, I, want to turn, I want to turn to this because this is the passage I, talked, I read from when we talked about the body of Christ, when we talked about the church. But you see, the Apostle Paul tells the Ephesian church and tells you and I what the body of Christ should look like and it tells us how strong and how godly he wants you and I to live our lives and so it says in um, in verse 11, it was he, God, who gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists and pastors and teachers to prepare God's people but then the end result of that preparation is in verse 14 and because then he says this, Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunningness of craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. The fact is, right teaching and wrong teaching will blow you away. Right teaching will, will just blow you one way. Wrong teaching will blow you another way. And I want to get something straight about the right teaching of the Holy Spirit. In the past, I've heard people say that, uh, oh, we hear a testimony and and God spoke to this person and they have actually had a testimony. They came forth for prayer, for healing. They got healed and then they shared how they went home and they flushed their tablets down the toilet. But God spoke to them to do that. And so they went home and did that and they lived for a long time. Somebody in the congregation said, Oh, they also came forth for prayer. And they went home, but God did not tell them. But they said, Well, because that person did it, I'll do the same. And a few months later, they passed away. Because you see, they did not hear God's voice. See, you act upon the voice you hear, not on somebody else's testimony. Not on somebody else's voice and somebody else. It's the Holy Spirit that we are wanting to hear from. And uh, another illustration I heard that a pastor friend of mine, he, uh, he got a letter from one of the congregation members. And he said, Pastor, I have had a prophetic word from the Lord about the husband or the man that's going to marry me. And uh, and so, but the problem is that he married somebody else, and so could you pray, agree with me, so that, the, the, that we can cast out that demon, or cast out that problem, so that they can get divorced, and that he can marry me. You can imagine the past, I mean, we get some strange letters, let me tell you sometimes, but... Can you imagine hearing from God? You see, the same spirit that lives in you, lives in me, lives in you, lives in Pastor Jen. The fact is, that same spirit lives in me. So I used to always say to the congregation, don't tell me God told you. It's far better if you tell me, I think God is speaking to me about something. Because then I still have something to say. Because when you say, God told me. So fine, well, what will I say? I can't say anything. I'm not going to talk against God. But the fact is, we need to make sure we hear so clearly. So, some facts about hearing from the Holy Spirit. The first one is, the Holy Spirit influences your conversation with others. Friends, if you're spirit-filled, you're born again and you're spirit-filled, that means the effect of the Holy Spirit on you will, will, will uh, fl- alter your communication with one another. In Acts chapter eight, one 8, it tells us how to do that, but we won't read that right now. When I was uh, in the, I don't know, early 90s, early, very early 90s, I... I had a phone call. I was in the church in Ipswich. I was the associate pastor there and I had a call. Well, I didn't get the call. My pastor got the call to say from the Gold Coast Church, community church, please, would you ask Pastor Eugene if he wants to come to the Gold Coast to lead our church? And so Pastor Philip Mutzelberg said, Hold the, puts the, puts the, uh, puts the uh, hand over the phone and say, oh, Eugene, do you want to go to Gold Coast? I said, no, I don't want to go to Gold Coast. I've got three daughters, teenage daughters. They go to Sin City. Good night. I don't want to go there. And so he said, no, he doesn't want to go. And so we were in, about a month later. He, was, uh, he gets another phone call. We had an elders meeting in a hotel. And, uh, and we were just getting ready to start this uh, 24-hour elders meeting. And he gets another phone call from the same pastor on the Gold Coast church. Say, "Oh, Pastor Philip, would you please ask Pastor Eugene to come to the Gold Coast? And then Pastor Philip says, do you want to go to the Gold Coast? He says, uh, he says uh, but of course, if you say yes, it'll change everything for, that we've planned for this 24 hours. And oh, no, I just tell him no. So, no, no, we don't want to go. And uh, another month later, he gets another call. He and I are having an interview across the table and uh, same guy. And all of a sudden, I had this revelation of a scripture that I read in Samuel where Eli... And uh, Samuel, you remember the story? Samuel wakes up, he hears the voice, Samuel, Samuel. And and then he thought it was Eli calling him. And then the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, go tend these people. They are sheep without a shepherd. And I said, okay, I think we'll go. Well, I'll... of course, I had to talk to my wife and, and uh, all the children. And of course, they said, yay, we're going to the Gold Coast. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so that was in 1992. And we've been here ever since. And, you know, I heard that conv- I heard a- it was a scripture. Go tend them, they're sheep without a shepherd. So you've got to recognize hearing from the Lord is so important. Secondly, the Holy Spirit affects the boldness of your communication and your conversation, and you can see this in, in Acts chapter four. The uh, apostle, uh, uh, the, the, they were just, they were it was just after the, just after the um, uh, pouring out of the Holy Spirit. Peter and and John, they they were they were praying and they were believing and and um, they had such boldness in Acts chapter 4. I think you'll see the scripture there, uh, verse 31, but it's actually verse 23, 28 to 31. There's quite a lot of scriptures there about how when you hear, when you tune into the Holy Spirit, your communication becomes, comes from a conviction, not from head knowledge. Because there's always somebody in the room that has studied longer and more and, and they know more than you do. And so you, say, you can be intimidated. But when you've got the Holy Spirit communicating with you, you can be bold. You can be strong and convicted of the things that you're saying is from the Lord. Amen? But if it doesn't, I mean, you might say, well, I'm full with the Holy Spirit, but I don't have the same conviction. Well, my, my desire today for you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can renew your mind so it doesn't hold you back. You see, sometimes our minds can hold us back. But the spirit does not come from here. It comes from here. That's why when there's a river of life flowing out of me, it's not all the things I've studied, it's not all the messages I've preached, it's not all the years of service, it's the Holy Spirit's life that is flowing out of me that brings life to other people. And that's what happens in the Philippines. You see, they, they might, they've gone, many of us have given, many of us are praying, but really all of us are in the Philippines with them. And we're all enjoying the spoils and the rewards that they are getting. Because we are with them in spirit. So the, number three, the, the first proof and evidence of the Holy Spirit in your life is the, cha- is the change in your conversation. Again, it's in the same area of passage, Acts chapter 4. And Peter is a great example. You see, Peter was a person who was intimidated uh, when, when he was, before he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Before Pentecost. But afterwards, he was bold and he was specific. He was the one who said, silver and gold I don't have, but in the name of Jesus, rise. You see, when you start to hear the Holy Spirit speak to you, it will transform you. Number four, the Holy Spirit talks more than anyone else on earth. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. It's right through the book of Revelations. He that has an ear. My question to you is, how do, have you, do you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit? To build you, to, hear, to help you and to live your life with conviction and confidence. Because I've got to tell you that when you hear the Holy Spirit, don't do this, don't do that. It saves you from a lot of heartache. Number five, the Holy Spirit expects you to continuously listen to his voice. Not just sometimes. You see, the, uh, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Bible says in Proverbs 20 verse 12, the Lord has made them both. So we need to be ready for that. Number six, the Holy Spirit will teach you. In fact the Bible says in verse f- verse 26 of chapter 14 of John he shall teach you all things and sometimes this becomes a problem to us pastors because people enthusiastic people say oh I don't need to hear from you the holy spirit is going to teach me and so but the trouble with that is there's no correction there is no guidance there is no there's no training and it's easy to fall into pitfalls right And so so we need to recognize that, yes, he will teach you of all things. In Ephesians 4, verse 14, that I read earlier, it says that we will no longer be tossed back and forth by the waves, blown here and there by every wind of teaching. Friends, we have to be like the Bereans who study the word. When I'm speaking... It's good for you to go home and study that what I say is really what the Word of God says. And what anybody says. I mean, today's generation are growing up with best preachers in the world, you can hear on on YouTube. So it's not about not hearing enough messages. It's about hearing the shepherd saying, come on this way, walk this way, walk that way. Because that is what God is wanting us to do. And so he not only teaches us, but in the same passage, the Holy Spirit will remind you of the principles of Jesus. You know, when you're going to do something wrong, he reminds us. He will remind you of the principles. And when you look at it, he actually says that same ver- same, those two things. He will teach you and he will remind you. Often when I go visit people, I, I don't go with an agenda. I'm going around and visiting the different life groups, you see, and and so I don't go with an agenda. I go and we start talking, and then, and some of you have experienced this with me, I start talking and then all of a sudden I hear the Lord say something and I'll ask a question, then it takes us into different areas instead of saying, I've got one, two, three things to talk to you about. That's what a teacher would do. Right, But a person who is, who is uh, listening to the Holy Spirit, he is listening to the words. and Because sometimes you go for one thing and you need to really talk about something else. And that is the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And we need to be ready for that. Number eight. The Holy Spirit will talk to you about sin in your life. So, well, we don't want to talk about that in church, do we? Now, but the fact is that, you see, the Holy Spirit, the Scripture says, He convicts us. And this is when the, the blasphemy, if you like, against the Holy Spirit comes in. if you don't get, if you don't hear, or if you don't respond to the conviction, what happens? Your heart becomes hard. And that's what you, when your heart, is, see, the Bible promises He will never leave you nor forsake you. In fact, Shane, is it Shane? I've got the word that I felt the Lord say to me about you. And God is saying to you that things are not as they seem. You're seeing things, things in the natural. I better be careful where I'm standing. uh, uh, The things that you see with the natural eye could lead you to think certain things. I feel the Lord say to you that you start to look at things, the same things with your spiritual eyes, the way Jesus would look at them. And because remember, the ear and the eye, God created both. And the fact is, when you start to see things, you will start to see things as the Lord sees them and you will be able to respond and react accordingly. So fear not, because God has, I believe God is saying to you, my son, I have really been very pleased with you. I have really seen the cry of your heart and heard the cry of your heart, and I've seen some of the things you see wrongly. Know this, that I am doing this thing properly for you so that you can act accordingly. He is wanting you to encourage you and say, get ready for something will change even in this month of October. You know, I, when God speaks to you and I about certain things, He speaks so that He can, he can uh, encourage us and strengthen us. And he, he wants you and I to walk uprightly before Him. And number nine, the Holy Spirit will talk to you about things in your future. Sometimes he'll give you a prophetic word. Those of we can talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And one of them is prophet, prophetic words and so on. And, and I want you to know that you can hear a word. But it's like everything else with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, uh, don't, don't pray this prayer. Lord, please take this sin from me. God will never do that. You have to give it up. You have to give it up. He'll give you the strength to give it up, but you have to do it. Don't say, Lord, don't don't lead me into temptation. I don't know how that ever got into that prayer. See, the fact is that God is going to lead you in a right way. The devil tries to tempt you. He tries to steer you into situations, and you've got to be strong and courageous. Because I believe this, that God wants you to, to live a life that is so fruitful. That's his plan for you. And, and so, when, when you recognize that, God will release you into the future. There are people here, I, I felt when I was preparing this message in this last week, I felt there'll be people here, I mean, it's not rocket science because there are sick people everywhere all over the world, but there are people here who have had long standing illnesses things that you've been trying to shake off for some time, and God wants to release healing into you. When we were praying about it, and you mentioned about healing the lame man and so on, I long for you to bring sick people to church so we can pray for them. I long to see people who say, Pastor, here I am, would you please pray for me? Because you see, and I have faith for it, but if you come out and we believe and you get healed, Who's going to get the glory? He does. Who's going to feel better? You will. But the fact is, we understand that God's plan for you and I to live a life and live it abundantly. So, if you're a person who hasn't heard the voice of God clearly, you haven't struggled hearing God's voice, or you want to... See, if you want to operate in the gifts, if you want to experience the Holy Spirit, you need to be able to say, God, well, here I am, Lord, I'm ready. Would you use me? I'm ready to go. He won't move your lips when you want to speak in tongues. You've got to move your lips and your tongue. He won't, he won't, uh, he won't uh, give you a, a, a word say, until you say, Lord, I'm ready to hear. I'm tuned in. And when you tune in, then all of a sudden you hear God speak. And then if you have a question mark, come and see one of the pastors and then we'll talk and share. Don't say, oh, the Lord told me. Well, because that, that's not good to say that. But say, I think the Lord is telling me something. And that way... We can work things out together. We can work things together so God increases you. He increases your uh, influence in people's lives. He'll increase all the things that He wants you to operate in. So can we all stand, please? If you're here and you want to be released into the Holy Spirit more, I'm happy for... The leaders and the pastors to come and pray with you and agree to with you if you have not or you, if you 've really haven't yet heard the voice of god you don 't know what it even sounds like it'll be a gentle voice it'll be a voice that will uh, that'll be uh, building up and and adjusting correcting releasing let 's agree together maybe you t- you want to be more bold in your in your in your conversations with unchurched people. You see, in this day and age, we have the words of life in our mouth. We have the conviction of the Holy Spirit. So we, and we all know people who don't know Jesus. You see, when one of those points that I was uh, talking about on these nine points, one of them was that Peter and when they went back to their little group, and, uh, and there they prayed, and, and heaven opened up, and, and there was tremendous, uh, wonderful thing happening. Boldness, their communication was different. And in our, in our church, we have live groups. And if you're not in a live group, I would like you to get into a live group because there you can experience the presence of God in a much more intimate way than in a big congregation. And so if you were to do that, you would see and hear things that you wouldn't normally hear. And so, But you can bring people, you can bring your friends, you can bring those people that you would like to see hear the voice of God I hear the Holy Spirit saying to us as a church and you know Pastor Ted is an excellent preacher, teacher and I mean I haven't told him what I was sharing today but I guarantee he would agree with the words that the Holy Spirit put on my heart and he says what you have heard Put it into practice. Friends, if I can say one closing comment, because many of us probably already know the things that I've shared. They're nothing new. The biggest problem is to put it into practice. So would you close your eyes for a moment? Bow your heads, let's not look around, but let's allow the Holy Spirit... Let's allow Him to speak to our hearts. Because He will speak to you even now. He will encourage you. He will encourage you. He will pour out His Spirit upon you. You have just listened to a message preached at Church One on the Gold Coast. To find out more about Church One, visit us on the web at churchone.com.au and be sure to subscribe to these podcasts so you don't miss out on any new messages as they are available.